Paso a Paso Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles and always happy to be back here with you. Today we have a wonderful guest and someone that uh, is a parent in town and new to the area. And uh, because we're both parents, you might both have some interruptions from children in the background, but it's only right on this podcast. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hey, Miles. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the podcast. My name is Diggy and I'm a mom. And I am also a photographer, and I live here in Taos. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, sure. like some of our other guests, I um, met you uh, through the website. So thanks for reaching out to us at PasoTaos.org. Yeah. And um, I think today we're just going to go down um, the, the line or the, the story of, of you and Taos and parenting and, and anything that comes up. Um, what I do know, I think, so far is that you've been in Taos um, for a little time now, but you're still kind of getting settled so what would you like to share about that process yeah sure so uh, my family and I moved to Taos about early 2019 oh no mid-2019 we were kind of sick of city living and wanted to be closer to family and nature and I was pregnant when we moved so it was kind of a like little bit of a impending due date I guess so we were trying to sort of get all of our ducks in a row before the baby came so we were like okay is it easier to move before or easier to move after and we just thought we'd rip the band-aid off get it going we moved when I was 36 weeks pregnant wow. my daughter was born in Santa Fe and then we ended up moving to Taos about three months after that so wow. we're happy that we that we landed here and we absolutely love it. I have, uh, both my parents live here and my sister and brother-in-law, so we have a huge support network, which, you know, as anybody knows, raising kids is kind of the first thing that you sort of reach and look for. Yeah. So having them here is awesome and, you know, kind of going back to deciding when and how we were going to orchestrate our moves. You know, we did it right before COVID happened, so, you know, we had sort of settled into Taos in august and then you know COVID happened five or six months after that so uh sort of divine timing with everything i think you know COVID would have obviously relocated us to begin with so it was nice to sort of get a head start on that yeah definitely and it's it's awesome Mm -hmm. to hear that you do have family in the area um that is of great benefit to any parent out there as they know um and just a curiosity had had your extended family been out here for a while as well Yes, so they had been out here for about six years. Yeah. So we had been coming out here for vacation and holidays, and any time that my husband and I could get off, we were definitely out here. <laughs> yeah. So it it had sort of been on our list of places we were interested in living, but you know, it's it's a lot to sort of. Both my husband and I we moved from Brooklyn, so we had been oh, living wow. there for. I was there for about 15 years and my husband was there for almost 20 years. So wow. it's a lot of stuff you got to do and, yeah, um, you know, things to wrap up, if you will. So it was definitely an undertaking for sure. Yeah. And the distance, that's that's pretty far away. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can relate a little bit. I, I was born in New York and grew up in New Jersey, but um, I haven't oh, lived nice. there since the '90s. So, I had a, I had, um, I think we talked on the email as well about our connections to to Lawrence, Kansas, and that's where I was in between. So I kind of had a slow 
um, transition, I guess, to the Southwest and yeah, uh, how different cool. it is. Um, but yeah, welcome. Uh, glad you're here. And thanks again for reaching Thank out. Thank you. Um, what was it like, you know, cause it's rare that we have people on that lived in other cities that far away. Is there any insight yeah. you could share into what it was like parenting living in, in, in New York city? Yeah. So we were never, uh, officially parenting in New York. We were sort of getting the ball rolling, you know, both my husband and I were working full-time jobs. So obviously when, you know, you're pregnant, most people get into some sort of early childhood, either daycare or nanny or nanny share, you know, even before they get pregnant, it's like a very difficult mm. uh, market to navigate. So we were kind of deciding what we wanted to do. We kind of put it on the back burner because we weren't sure what was going to happen. Sure. So we were kind of looking and exploring options, but it is extremely costly. So you have to sort of definitely plan financially for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, it sounds as though um, I'm starting to only begin to imagine what it is to have to set up all that infrastructure when you're a parent in a large city like New York. And there's there's a, there's a good amount of money around. So that probably adds to the competition for available Definitely. services. And whereas here, I imagine it's it's similar and also maybe different in that um, I wonder if the challenge out here is that because there's a wider, I wouldn't say it's a wider variety of people uh, with different means and, and income, but um, it's definitely a smaller pool of people and so that might limit resources um and uh something that you reached out about uh through the website was kind of looking for um situations or opportunities for uh child care that that may not be um you know perhaps what is easy to find out here um right and and uh you know what, what would you like to share about how you how do you go about making the the types of decisions about um, you know, what you'd like for your children um, now that you're in this area, if you don't mind sharing any part of that. Sure, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we, you know, I think every parent is in the same boat, meaning that they want the absolute best and want to give the world to their children. Yeah. So I think it's now definitely a difficult time. I think we're sort of, you know, COVID is still around and impacting our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. So, you know, my, my daughter's two and we're expecting and we have another one on the way. So as she's sort of getting older, you want to think about things like socialization and interaction and learning and, you know, all those things that you, uh, you know, I obviously didn't really think about with a newborn, you know, sort of like in the survival stage. Yeah. So there's so many awesome programs that exist in town, you know, whether it's Inspire, which is where my daughter goes, or, um, you know, UNM, or an in-home situation, or a shared situation, you know, there's tons of options, but I think a lot of people that are in the sort of daycare or early childhood or school situation were impacted with COVID cases almost, you know, monthly, so that means that the school is going to be closed for upwards of two weeks mm. every month, so that definitely impacts your schedule and if you are a working parent like both my husband and I are and I run my own business it's really difficult to uh, plan for my clients and give them the support that they need and give my business the care that it needs and also make sure that she's taken care of so yeah we're just kind of starting to think like okay well now that we have another one coming what do the next 12 to 18 months look like before you know, officially preschool starts and kind of all that sort of stuff. So, you know, definitely an opportunity to get creative and kind of see, see what happens. But 
Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting time because it's still, you know, while schools are still open, there's still a closure at a very high rate. That's a great point, you know, because um, I understand that. I've heard that. Um, and uh, certainly it's probably difficult for everybody involved. Um, and it's something that still, despite all of our efforts to discuss these things in the media, is not mm-hmm. talked about very often, right? I mean, yeah. much love to our radio stations and KNC who airs this program and, and our newspaper, but I don't see a whole lot of coverage still beyond what, what I can do on this topic. It's uh, largely through the lens of, um, of business. You know, it's hard to hire or, you know, what's the yes, government definitely. doing? <laughs> but also, mm-hmm. I think, you know, as I think about it more, I think... Um, Well, from personal experience, it's difficult to get people to want to share uh, maybe the the frustrating points of their life, especially right now when there's so many of them, you know? So I really appreciate you being willing to share your story. Um, And at the same time, you're not alone in this, right? All the people that... Yeah, totally. There's a lot of... And, you know, obviously the... I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy or anything, you know, because there's obviously... There's... It's difficult when there's... It's a you know, quote unquote, vulnerable population when the little ones can't get vaccinated. So you obviously want to take every precaution that you can and they're doing everything that they can to just even keep schools open, which, you know, I know every parent is really grateful for. Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. For yeah, sure. it's a hard balance. Um, and at the same time, that brings us kind of to to um, to another thing, which is what are the options out there? You know, um, as you mentioned on the Paso Taos website, due to the fact that Paso Paso is a network of people who provide services, and there's many people that are involved in that, and some people who do provide services that aren't, um, we do showcase a lot of opportunities that are what I might call the traditional uh, early childhood education center or you know child care as it's formally known and such. Um, there are people out there who are providing home care in their home or in others' homes um, for young children and. Uh, to to your inquiry through the website um, and for those listening now, uh, we have made um, through PASO a lot of efforts to connect with people who are providing those services in the community. And actually, if anybody were to go to PASOTAOS.org uh, today, chances are on that homepage as of you know October 2021, uh, there's a large uh, image on there, a flyer that has a very unique opportunity. And I'm just kind of on my... my uh, my milk crate, if you will. So thanks for bearing with me yeah, digging definitely. here. But um, we're partnering with the state and the state is working on similar initiatives. At this point, the um, the stipend uh, for participating um, is $200. So if you or someone you know listening out there in the Taos region uh, does do in-home care or, or seeks to, um, whether you're registered or not or any of those things, it doesn't matter. They simply would love to hear from you, hear your feedback. If, if you know someone who provides that service, we're not, you know, no one's going to get in trouble for answering the questions. It's almost the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite. Um, they're going to earn a $200 stipend. Um, but this is a statewide initiative is my point. And, and it, it almost, hopefully this will be successful in that way. Um, but this is such a time that uh, even a few you know years ago at this point through the beginning of COVID, even the people who operate very much above board, publicly known uh, early child care centers recognize the importance of those who do it in any capacity, including those in their homes. So um, both for parents like Diggy here and others, we really do want to help um, improve and grow our understanding of what you out there in the community taking care of other people's children are going through. So please check out PasoTaos.org for that. And, um, and Diggy, hopefully through that, we'll have some 
more resources to support you and other families in the short term. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It sounds like a great program and sounds much needed now. And we're trying. Um, also, you know, just some positives, things we're looking forward to. I'm sure that um, as you, you may have enjoyed it in the past, but... Um, you know, we're, we're eagerly anticipating and awaiting uh, the opening of Twirl's Playground, which is on the back side of the plaza, which would be a great yes. place for a two-year-old. Um, thankfully, the parks have been pretty much open lately. Yes. Um, and I know there are handfuls of various groups of parents that I'll keep an eye out and try to send your way in case you're looking to, uh, to find some more moms with similar kids of similar ages. Because I know, you know, in those early years, it's sometimes hard to find those playgroups. But, um, you know, we're doing yeah. all we can. Um, anything that you'd like to share just about yourself? I know you said you're a business owner. But, um, you know, this always runs by in time. And here we are with our last minute. So anything else you'd like to yeah. share? Yeah, appreciate it. Um, let's see. Well, I'll take a second and be selfish and plug my business. <laughs> um, I started a business in uh, Taos about a year ago. It's called Reister Studio. And I do local graphic design and photography for businesses and brands that are made in Taos and made in New Mexico. And it's been awesome to work with the local community and, and build up brands, you know, people that have products here and make products here and artisans here are so talented. So it's been really awesome to, to help them bring their vision to life. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. thanks. And, uh, and again, welcome and we'll stay in touch. And I hope that, through our collaborative outreach, uh, we can only make Taos a place that's easier and more supportive of parents, regardless of what it is they're looking for. So thanks again so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah, Miles, I appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time. Just before we head out, if you are a parent or take care of children in our community and would like to be interviewed, please reach out, pasotaos at gmail.com. Thank you. Paso a paso. <laughs> Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>